I'm tired of shit. No, I'm kidding. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, guys. It should be like a bonjour, tout le monde. Yeah, bonjour. Tout le monde. Bonjour. Uh, this is the Max and Tony Show, live from France, as promised. Paris, France, Radio Free Paris. Yes. Ooh la la. We've been here for... A month. Three weeks, three and a half weeks. How yeah, long has we're, it been? We're here for, I've been here for three months. Yeah. So we're here... Yeah. I've been here for a month. Man, when, it does when I leave, not suck. it'll f- officially be a month. Yes, it does not suck at all. In fact, uh, for the first time ever of leaving Chicago and going to a place for more than a couple weeks, I do not miss Chicago. Amen, man. At all. Nor does our uh, producer, our pal Chris Bat. I'm not missing America right now. And I'm, I'm hearing from both of you guys that uh, you thoroughly endorse the herb here in Paris. I understand it's quite nice. Well, you know, I've only been getting it from the one guy, and uh, we'll we'll leave his name anonymous, but... Uh, That's a good idea. Good idea, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's great. It's great. Yeah. I'm 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 impressed. I'm thoroughly impressed. Yeah. You know, last night was a State of the Union address, and I cannot tell you how happy I am to miss that. Yeah. To miss that tangerine baboon babbling line after line of uh, vacuous horseshit and trying to pretend that we don't live in a different country now. It's a, I really like being in Paris. Yeah. You've had weeks and weeks of not having of to civility. Listen. Yeah. Of, of you know, not, not having the 24-hour news cycle screaming bullshit in my ear. I'm I'm kind of I can get used to that. Well, just stepping outside from all the CNN updates, the the Twitter uh just all this social media even, stuff just been going being on outside Twitter. of it has been very nice. I haven't been going on Twitter because it's it, it seems like one big screaming match now. It's a lot of melodrama. Yeah, I mean, even Facebook is like, you know, oh, this is my outrage. You better care about it. You better, you know, you better hit like. You better like my outrage. Fuck you. Yeah. You know, I'm really, I'm kind of really tired of everyone's anger, even my own. You know? 2017. Just let it go. Really exhausted. But you know what? That. We can't be apathetic. We no. got we to keep fighting. If we give up, then oh, no, all the no, gaslighting and the assholes win, you know? No, yeah. don't worry. Don't, don't worry. Believe me, Robert Mueller is going to get this fucking guy. Please, please. You've been yeah, saying that for months. Yeah, you know what? And everybody's being really impatient. Well, why won't he do it now? Because he's, he's thorough. He wants to dot his eyes, cross the his T's. T's. Yeah, and I have a feeling he's going to run the fucking table. I, I think uh, it's just Trump. I think it's going to be Trump. Don Jr. Yeah, that, I can't Man wait until somebody. I can't wait until somebody's trading Don Jr. for a deck of cools. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I read somewhere recently that it may be November before we hear anything. From, That's okay from the investigation. I'm okay That's with it right. too because I th- I think this guy, he's he's very thorough and he's gonna if he's gonna do it he's gonna do it right. Look, honestly, I think they're gonna peel that asshole out of the uh, White House. Um, in a straitjacket. I feel like he would have been peeled out back in the day. Like, you know, I, w- Nixon got peeled out pretty quick. Well, no, but he left. He left. He left. He, he resigned. resigned. Yeah. He but resigned. He resigned, with, I think, with the proviso. Resign or you're going to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Had, yeah. You know? Right. And I think that's right. what will happen to Trump, too. But, you know, Bill Clinton was impeached. Yeah. Because yes. he got a blowjob right. in the White House, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
Personally, I always thought it maybe should be somebody's job to blow the president to keep him calm, to <laughs> keep him away from the, the button. You the know? presidential like, fluffer. Yeah, where's the presidential fluffer? You know, it's like, he's a little tense today. And, you know, he does have a button for a nuclear bomb, so maybe you know, go in there and relieve the uh, tension. Yeah. Well, we were we were recently. I don't want to. I don't want to dive too into it, but we were recently. Giving the Clinton shit at the breakfast table. Absolutely, that was yep. pretty Absolutely. nice. Hey, I like for that. deregulating hey, the banks. Ne- yeah, never Three was strikes a fan. Law. Three strikes law. Thanks, asshole. War on drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, asshole. a great deal of what haunts us now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can trace directly back to Bill Clinton, and I don't care what rapper they come in. I really pretty much fucking loathe them all. Yeah, you know, Democrats, Republicans. Hey, really. From Max and Tony. Fuck both of you guys. <laughs> Even though we vote Democrat. Uh, uh, lesser, lesser you know, I evils. attempt to. Every once in a yeah. while, walking up to the voting booth, I, I think, well, they're better than the Republicans. And then the minute after I cast my vote, I'm like, you asshole. You <laughs> chump. <laughs> yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah. You know? So it's Chris... It's his first time in France, yeah. but it's, it's also your first, his first time, time out of the country, out of right? The country. It's true. It's kind of sad, but it, that's very no, true. No, that's all right. Better yeah. late than never. What, well, are you, what are you liking about it so far? I mean, what do you most notice? Is Jesus Christ, I can't. Talk. <laughs> what do you notice? What, do you, what, what are the striking differences for you? Um. Well, you know, so I'm just in Paris, so yeah. I, you know that my observations Only are in limited. Paris, the most beautiful fucking city on the planet. I love walking around the city. Amen, man. Yeah, every tor- corner you turn, you are assaulted by beauty. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the architecture. Um, I mean, the street signs. You know, and every time you go into the a restaurant, are so incredibly oh, chill. Oh, every, I mean, and everyone's fashionable. Everybody's got their look. Yeah, I, I have had to up yeah. my game a little bit. I, I've actually <laughs> right? dressed. I have to Step it up. a little bit or oh, no shit, you know? Yeah. I can't walk around like I do in Chicago, you know, with uh, t-shirts slob. with the sleeves cut off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, even Rodney Dangerfield would have said, kid, you know, really get some decent clothes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know what? I had, one of my best friends, Jackson, had told me he hated Paris. He thought everybody was rude to him. Well, I've, if you're an asshole, yeah, you not, run into a lot of rudeness. He's not know? an asshole. I heard the same thing. Well, they're honey. And they're snooty. If you're an asshole, sure. I mean, my mother used to tell me when you went to uh, a foreign country, when you went somewhere where you were a guest, let your smile be a passport. And yeah, we've been treated with nothing but unfailing kindness here. Not, can, yeah. not, not even a hint of uh, any smugness or aloofness. Not nothing once. like that. It's it's really amazing to me and. You know, the crew, which we'll get into a little yeah. deeper. Oh, man, but like, astonishing. Like, I'm just some schmuck that's like friends of Tony's. I'm <laughs> on set. Everybody remembered my name. Everybody introduced themselves to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. This yeah, hotel, they're, they're I'm not staying kind. here. I'm yeah. not staying at the hotel. Everybody at the hotel has treated me incredibly. Best service I've This has I've been my home ever. for three and a half months. Yeah. And I, I got to tell you. One of the biggest things I will miss about this city are the people who work in this hotel. The well, Renaissance Pl- Hotel Renaissance is the Republic. best hotel the best I have money. ever stayed in in my in life. My life. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, treated like kings. Yeah, um, it is the best money to spend on lodging in Paris. The Renaissance Republic, and they've been nothing 
but unfailingly kind to us. Yeah. And, and back to like more general, uh, the people of Paris. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing how beautiful they are. I think America yeah. looks at what you have and what you do and your status, you know, they look at, you know, for who you are who you, and, who you, and, are. and exactly. you know, just like where your heart's at. And, uh, it's a beautiful thing. You know, I went here two years ago. I just looked at like, tourist stuff and i saw a lot i saw the eiffel tower picasso museum let me the guess Louvre, you went and got baked jim, jim morrison's, morrison's grave, grave. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yesterday yeah uh, no i didn't no i didn't i didn't get that's bakes. like a pilgrimage that's that's like going to mecca for a devout muslim potheads have to go to jim morrison's yeah. grave no, at least no, once no, I, I didn't uh, I, I didn't get baked or anything um, i smoked the spleef between oscar wilde's grave and jim morrison's grave there you yeah. go cover all your bases yeah. i mean yeah. i would have if i could have but I, I just didn't have anything i would if um, i could but i can't yeah. so i won't <laughs> yeah no no that grave is cool there's a lot i mean like chris said oscar oh, the wilde's there is, chopin is, is there man. Uh, Eric so, so many people I are mean, there yeah well and it's just beautiful it's a beautiful graveyard yeah I, it's funny people told me oh it's really hard to find things in there i had no trouble finding no, any graves a, getting out was my problem yeah, right, right, yeah right. it's a little confusing yeah, it's, it's scary out. kind of especially <laughs> after you smoke a big spleef going out jim the spirits are real uh, yeah but, but jim no, morrison had to think one thing before he you know uh, you know went tits up he had to look around and think at least I'm dying in France. Right, yeah. right. You know? And I saw all these things, and I got time to see the beauty of the city, but I didn't get to socialize with these people. And now that I'm here for a month, they are the greatest Absolutely. people I've been around. We've and made so many friends. Yeah, we've it, made uh, we've, we've made, met so many artists. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people on our crew are also visual artists. Right, right. Yeah, I went to go see... Um, Vero Bo- uh, Boisseau. Yeah, uh, her exhibit was amazing. And of course... Embroiders into photographs. I mean, let's mm-hmm. try to find something harder to do. Right, yeah. You know? But the, yeah. the picture she's, she's using, you know, yeah. she finds it... Uh, uh, um, you know, um, flea markets, yeah, flea antique market stores. You know, and and she told me, she said, she said to me, she said, you know, all these people, we remember in them, in them in black and white, she yeah. goes, but they lived in color. Yeah. And I'm trying to restore that and make the, and she makes them breathtakingly contemporary. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I bought two of them. I had to have them. Um, I couldn't afford anything, but they looked. <laughs> well, <laughs> I we're, wanted them. We're, we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna bring her uh, to Chicago. Oh. We're, gonna, we're going to have a show with her at the Dime. Oh, and, I would uh, love that. Absolutely, and I want to I want to throw like a big bash for her because uh, she's really kind of an unsung, under the radar artist. And yeah. a little, kind of a little too humble to blow her own horn. Uh, yeah. Which I am not. Very so I will, I will <laughs> yeah. blow it for Yeah, exactly. We're big fans. I mean, we just, um, not only of the art, but of the person. Yeah. I mean, just, mm-hmm. and both she of her kids are artists. She works on Patriot, and uh, she does the does costumes with yeah. uh, Molly, and Molly and McGinnis. McGinnis, and Ava. And Ava, um, and Ava um, yes. Ava. And you know, I got to tell you something. When you're my size, sometimes getting a wardrobe that fits and is comfortable is really difficult. And they went way out of their way to make me comfortable. Good. Mm-hmm. And I had some very, very long days. Birdbath follows. Yeah, either Birdbath is out a lot yeah. and walking around in his wardrobe a lot. 
That's all I will say. I do not want to give up any plot points, other than to tell you season two is going to be a mammy rammer. It and is a bad motor scooter. It is. Well, I'll tell you those those women do a good job because those pants you were wearing yesterday look damn I look good. I like on a you. million bucks. You yeah. really did. Yeah. 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 I mean, I look in the mirror. Plus, you know, I lost some weight. It's like not too shabby. I don't look like ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag anymore. Steal those pants. Oh who, yeah, for me and, Max, and mom's me. eyesight. You who know? loses seventeen pounds? In Paris over three You know months. what? You walk your ass off. Ask Max. We get more steps here. Yeah. The days I'm not walking, walking I go to the Republic Square, yeah. which contains the most beautiful statue in the world, the one of Marianne, which you know affirms France's commitment to the idea of liberty and equality. And it kind of touches me. It's kind of the feeling I used to get when I'd see the Statue of Liberty. The same guy did it. Yeah. And uh, I walk around the square like three times, and that's a couple of miles. And I wind up in conversations with just Parisians. Yeah. And, you know, everyday people just going about the business of being alive in Paris. And, uh, you know, you learn so much. Yeah. Um, we became very good friends with a guy named Mohamed Bazenga, uh, who was a waiter here. Mm -hmm. and, and now he's opened a couple of boxing clubs, and we had dinner with him, and it was just a lovely guy. Yeah. Just one of the most uh, wonderful people I've ever met. Um, this is a town of individuals. That's what makes Paris, France, yeah. the most luminous city of light. The brightest lights are the people themselves. Yeah. I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. it, one one small piece of advice I got actually from Tim, my business partner. Shout yeah. out to Tim Mullen, and he Tim Mullen, a baseball expert. That's true. Love that man. Yeah. He he told me he's like, don't bother smiling at the Parisian women because they will not smile back. And he's absolutely right. I haven't gotten a single woman to even really? smile at me as I walk down the street. I mean, I'm just. It, in the restaurants, you know, people I'm interacting with, no problem. But if I'm just walking down the street, I smile at somebody. I it's think, my mid good boy Midwestern yeah, attitude. Yeah, I think, Nobody smiles back. I've had some, well, I've think, had some of those encounters where I smile and no one smiles back. But uh, what I, I do know. is I usually come in with, with a nod, yeah, you know, like a, a deferential nod, and you know. Uh, I, nobody's like frowned at me or anything. Yeah. I, I think, I think women here are always maybe have a little bit of a guard up for the microaggressions that come along with the male gaze. Sure, I understand you know? that, especially and I'm creepy old, you know, middle aged. Yeah, man. I'm a creepy old white dude. I'm an old <laughs> fat bald guy. You know, right? <laughs> but uh, I mean, now uh, women are mostly nice to me because I kind of remind them of their father. Yeah, you know? and depending on how old they are, maybe their grandfather. You know? <laughs> I'm staring down the barrel of sixty, man. You know, yeah. you know in November it's six dimes. You know what I mean? Amazing. Now wait, I want to get back to the wardrobe thing again, because Max, mm -hmm. you you were you're really impressed with these pants your dad's wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're very uh, they're very nice. They're not. I mentioned this before. <laughs> oh shit! Here I mean, we they're go. tapered at the bottom, you I'm, know, and like the the floodgates that open at his old pants. The, you know, not you yeah. Know. Bell Not bottoms, say, yeah, like yeah, elephant yeah. flares. Yeah. Bell bottoms, yes. Dad, you're 60. Time to stop wearing bell bottoms, you fat ass. <laughs> but it, I just, you know, Tony, you can get pants tailored in Chicago. You know this, right? I didn't know you could do that with jeans. Jeans, any kinds of Christ, pants. I'm 59 years old and I'm just finding out. You can get your jeans tailored. You, you can. Know? 
It, I, I get it done. It's worth it. It's well, not it's not know, very expensive. I grew up Irish working class. You buy shit off the rack if it fits. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful <laughs> You're thing. You're good yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I bet Michelle can probably find somebody to tailor your clothes for you. And you're going to be much oh, happier. I can find somebody. Yeah. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I've never really had my pants tailored. Because you're 25 you're and 25 skinny. 25 and there's, not there's, oh, more, there's more that, fat on a half a fucking grape than there is on you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know? <laughs> I've never had that my pants uh, tailored. Well, no shit. You know? <laughs> Let's have this conversation in like 20, 30 yeah, years. Exactly. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, had, to, I had to get my prom suit tailored that's all i remember but it, yeah have you ever it was walked around a more beautiful place in your life uh, um no have you ever had more <laughs> fun walking around the no city no than this one the canals the yeah. buildings yeah. the you know the little cafes the, i'll tell you what though the right bread. now the flooding the, the flooding wine. yeah, yeah. The, the flooding is amazing. I, you know, of course, I have nothing to compare it to because I've never been here before, but I'd sent some pictures back and posted them on yeah, my no, Instagram. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the walkways are underwater. Yeah, it's like five know? meters yeah, high. Yeah, than, yeah. Well, we were passing by uh, these uh, bridges, and these boats were too high to go under yeah. them. It was yeah. Even the houseboats, I can't funny move to look They're at. not even letting the boat traffic move yeah. on the Seine, you know. Because there's um, only about two or three feet of clearance right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they had to evacuate uh, the first floor of the Louvre or the basement of the Louvre, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, well, there are a lot annoying. of you know the the treasure trove of works on paper in the Louvre. They're they're being very very judicious about protecting it because of the water. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I mean, who wants to yeah. risk that? Who wants a soggy pitcher? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, well, you know, I went to the Louvre and the Picasso Museum uh, a couple years ago. I like the Picasso Museum way more. That's my. I do too. I'm going tomorrow. Oh yeah. man, yeah. you're gonna love it. Yeah, it's I'm in the Marais, and it's a really manageable museum. You can see it in about yeah. an hour and a half. Perfect. And there are places to sit on every floor and, and kind of think about it, and you get the sense that this is what Picasso kept for himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never grow weary of looking at those drawings and paintings and sculptures um you know from the time i was a little kid the first time i ever saw picasso my mother showed it to me in a book and i kind of laughed and i think perhaps the the child in him wanted to evoke that yeah you know i mean i've read all kinds of horror stories about picasso and women and stuff and you got to separate the art and the artist. I mean, and this museum really lets you do that. Yeah. You go and you walk through it, and this is a guy who transcended about five periods of art. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's a lot of just different pieces. I mean, everything from his just like self portraits to those like bull uh, oh, bulls made out of the oh, bike man. mechanics I'm and uh, crazy queer for those. Yeah. It's, and there's the it's one amazing. He, Max is the one he made right before he died and it's in black and uh, dirty whites yeah and gray and it's kind of him knowing that the finish line is just ahead of him yeah i believe and i've seen leaving. it i saw every oh, piece yeah. in there yeah. so and it's him kind of leaving his body oh yeah kind of like bowie's last record yeah it, you know what yeah that's exactly what i thought when yeah. i looked at it this is his black star thousands you know? of pictures from that museum same here a couple of them are vodka I'm like yeah take this one of me no, 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 do it again. No, it wasn't yeah, right. No, yeah. no, you got to do it again. No, that no, person I mean, you, was there. You, yeah. you really, um, you really <sighs> sense 
<clears throat> the guy who kind of lit Ashkan on fire is an artist. Oh our, yeah, our friend Ashkan Haidari. He was He's definitely one artist. of them. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. What kind of what kind of influence do you feel Paris is having? Like, what what what's the influence is Paris well, going to have on your art when you get I've back? Made, I've made three or four drawings already, and somebody said to me, "You know, you kind of let the light in. They're happier. They're softer. There's this joy to be alive in them, oh. and it's like." And I thought, well, I hope all of my work wasn't missing that before. And it's like, <laughs> they're like, no, it, it, you know, it had that, but but yeah. these are, you know, truly kind of joyful and you know, playful and whimsical. So I'm I'm enjoying it. You yeah. know, I'm not I'm not I've not posted a lot of them. And usually, the minute I finish something, I post and I share it. Yeah, because you know, people buy them and then. You know, there's a certain amount of access denied from just people being able to see them. You yeah. Know? I mean, the reason I got on Facebook was to share my work with other artists and have this conversation. And uh, so, yeah, Paris is. Uh, I mean, the one thing I did do is I realized my iPhone's become one of my important art making tools. Sure. Yeah. You know, you've um, been using it a lot. Yeah, you bet. And, uh, there's a lot more to come. I mean, there has to be, there has to be a Paris project of some kind. I don't have any idea how it's going to happen, but um, I'm right now not really thinking about that. I'd rather just kind of sponging it all up and um, yeah, Sp- and pays, I've been sponging you know, everything, sponging yeah. it up. Well, That's the theme pays, of this trip. Yeah, absolutely, and it pays very much. Besides just looking. <clears throat> Excuse me, frog in my throat. First meat I've had all day. <clears throat> um, it pays to sit down and listen. Yeah, and that's been one of the uh, grace notes of this is hearing Parisians speak about their city themselves and and the long view they have of America from across an ocean. Yeah, the long view they have of uh, who we are as a people, who we. Because um, every time I try to kind of apologize for Trump, they're like, look, we almost elected Le Pen. And, yeah. you know, she's basically Trump with tits. Yeah. So um, right. uh, they understand the, the seduction that happened uh, when people are angry and people are frightened. And people need uh, to be pol- told that all of their misfortune in life is not their fault. Which was Donald, basically Donald Trump's playbook, um, but you know, what Max and I both noticed was the high premium that uh, Parisians and the French place on civility. Yeah, you know, Chirac did not let France get roped into all that bullshit. He's like, you know, what people don't understand is that th- this country has had two world wars fought on its own soil in the last hundred years. And there are people around here who remember th- that. Yeah. And were alive for that. And being occupied by the Nazis. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, one of my heroes lives a scant seven blocks from here. A man named Adolfo Kaminsky, mm-hmm. who forged travel documents for Jewish children and saved thousands of them. He's about 96 years old now. But. Uh, and I wanted to get up and speak with him, and, and he's very old, and 
and I think at this point very private and uh, does not see well. So, um, but I just, you know, I'm glad he's in the world. That's good. That's I, well, awesome. Uh, you know, one of the things you just mentioned was about how your your art has this lightness to it. You yeah, know, there's a little more light in it. Well, the light came in. And yeah. you're, you're talking about how happy you've been the last few yeah, months being yeah. here. I mean, I know you love this work and you love what you're doing Absolutely. here professionally. Yeah. But yeah. the best job I've ever had in my life. But then on top of that, the city, the yeah. people, yeah. and and it's it's cool to to hear that that positive and you know the happiness in you is coming out in your artwork. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I I also know that when I go back, you know, when I go home, um, that some things got to change, you know. Uh, yeah, same. Well, yeah. I feel more I feel more connected to your art pieces that you made after you got back from Paris. Not that I didn't like them. I like the bike. I like the dog. Uh, what you did one more Paris piece? Uh, oh, I it's think. a turbot, a bird, a bird, a, a yeah. pigeon. Yeah. I saw one in Republic so, Square. Yeah, I feel a little more connected to those, you know. Yeah. When I saw them, I liked them. And then I'm looking through the dog one. I'm like, oh, there's the tobacco. Yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> there's the Perigo. We also, we, we found a favorite restaurant yeah. where they've kind oh. of adopted us. Yeah, you well, know? It's, not just, it's not just the places in the background, you know. It's the dog, the bike, you know. Those are very... Yeah. Prevalent themes in Paris. Those what, what you cute little know, dogs. Absolutely. And the dog you know what? Shit and I they, do not, they do not pick up dog you shit. You fucking assholes. <laughs> I don't Ruining pick up your... my dog shit either. But man, at least it's like not in the street. It's in like some grassy areas. It's hiding it's somewhere. Like, you yeah. can't walk in there. Max, you're, you're like into some shit in you're Paris. All, you know what? Your white Nikes got. Uh, yeah, those. Yeah, I understand. You went man. for a puddle of poop yesterday. Yeah, they wet down the streets. By the way, and for a bunch for of a gorgeous shot. dog yeah. shit did you, just did keeps you see that? streaming oh, down. Um, yeah, yeah. So and your white Nikes. There's got a lot. Yeah, there's been a lot of gorgeous are those your shots. Jays? Let's not the, talk about okay. it. <laughs> so, well, then let's talk I mean, about... the thing a, about Paris... The one last point I want to get in about Paris is that... Uh, it's A, I love it because it's a mother of New Orleans. And, and both of these places, no matter what tragedy befalls the city, no matter what misfortune, you cannot extinguish the joy. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, Max, w you've been here a month... Yeah. What have you been doing the whole time? Um, I've actually done probably less sightseeing than anybody here. I've been, on, been set, on set 12 hours a day. Uh, 12 hours a day. Monday through Friday, I went uh, uh, on a Sunday once. Uh, Steve gave me a day off, and I've taken a day off myself, but I've only taken two days off out of the whole schedule steve um, being steve conrad, steve the, conrad show yeah. the showrunner of patriot yes yeah, and our our third uh, guest on the max and tony show he yeah he was but we we held him off a little a little later so he's an episode i think uh, five or six maybe or we can just leave a blank there and we'll I, have the yeah, number yeah, later. yeah yeah we'll, well, we'll he'll, do something he'll be but back I, I can actually just check it on SoundCloud. But what, um, we'll, by the way, we'll folks, keep talking as we're interviewing mo uh, almost everybody from Patriot over the next few months. Yes, we already have a few in the bag. Yeah. We and some are already out. Some are already yeah. put out, right? Um, yeah, we can't drop the others yet 
because Until there are it like comes plot out. points discussed. But um, no spoilers. Yeah, this is the no, no spoiler spoilers. zone. The no spoil zone, and yeah. that Steve Conrad episode is episode eight. Oh, it's eight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So well, he was he was like our third guest though, but we had to hold him off. We a little held bit. off until we got a little closer to we until we needed a week where we Paris. needed to yeah. put a pre recording in. Yeah. But so what what have you been doing on set? What are well, you what are you doing? I don't have a I don't have a role. I don't have a job. Uh, I yeah, just but I noticed a, a they fly got you on the wall like and a, a bird on the windowsill. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have me running to get some stuff sometimes, but I'm mainly you hang watching. around long enough. Eventually, somebody hands you a broom. Or <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, every like, now and then, go for Steve, this, go for yeah, that. Steve gives me something to go get, and that's awesome. But. He's letting me watch everything, and, you know, I'm taking full advantage of it. I get the headphones. I get to hear what's going on with the sound. I get to watch Jimmy and Jody. And you get to hear the crew talk to each other. And believe me, the actors would sometimes love to, sometimes love to know what they're saying to yeah, each other. It's like, exactly. Well, I don't, I don't speak French, so I don't know what they're saying. Uh, so that's another thing. But... Yeah, you've no, gotten a masterclass in directing yes. and in acting. He's been able to watch Terry O'Quinn, Kurt Woodsmith, Deborah Winger. I mean, honestly, yeah. three of the best that do Julian this. Julian Richings. So, yeah, Julian. Uh, I will see. All right. <laughs> there we go. We'll throw that in there. Is that, a second, is that like a seven second delay? Right. No, it's just like a, it's a marker for the recorder, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's amazing we can say, hey, fuck you, but yeah. <laughs> we, we, can't, we can't say that. My dad no named those, those, those three uh, veterans and Terry O'Quinn, Kurt Woodsmith, and Deborah Winger. But I think. Uh, Matt, this young wave in Michael Dorman, Michael Yeah, Michael, Charnas, who the show, the whole show rides on Michael Dorman. Kathleen uh, the Iron Monroe, Man. Yeah, let me what finish a cool cat. Uh, uh, Chris K- Conrad. Yeah, and Chris Double Conrad. C. Can I say the names? <laughs> Fuck, dude. Okay, sorry. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Dad I mean, being a little over-enthusiastic Okay, um... Yeah, so those guys, uh, they've they've taught me a lot. They've taught me a whole lot. And um, the older guys are really great. And Terry O'Quinn and Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Winger, they you know they're like they don't get past like four or five takes. I, I, I take it, you know, and and no one gets past four or five takes really. But I mean, usually those guys are like one take. Two takes. So we, move, we move quick. I mean, we've, yeah. got, we've got four and a half months to make the equivalent of five feature films, so we mm-hmm. have to go quickly. That's mm-hmm. incredible. So nobody shows up unprepared. Right. Everybody shows up with their shit wired tight. Yeah. And, uh, it's an astonishing thing to watch. I mean, I, I, I gotta tell you, being on set yesterday, everybody was so amazing. They're yeah. so nice, so kind, so inviting. But you keep talking about this like master class in acting. Like, yeah. give me some specific stuff. Like, what are you, what are you seeing? You know, Terry do that like, you well, know, nuances in his performance. Or Terry you know. is just very, very, very in tune with everything himself just it seems like life i mean he has a he's this beautiful voice and like when i could tell like he's passing by and he just he lets out this little like harmonic like little folk tune like i i I won't sing it i won't i won't butcher it or anything but he lets out something new that he's he's a marvelous singer yeah he yeah yeah, yeah, but like i mean that confidence just really 
and there's, really travels, and you're just like, you know, and he loves he loves like really good folk music, like Birds of Chicago yeah. and uh, Jason Isbell. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and then when he gets on the camera, he's just he's it. It's just I I just you know he can take as much time as he wants as on dialogue. He's just like. I mean, he controls the pace. He controls stealth. Everything, yeah. And he's very, yeah, stealthy. Doesn't doesn't leave any, you know, doesn't rattle. Fake uh, acting on the table there. Like you don't catch him acting. I guess I could say Uh, it's always like ten varieties of the right thing. I mean, he knows how to shade a word or turn a phrase in a way, and he can do it by increment. It's like watching a guy make a really fine timepiece. Yeah, yeah. And Kurtwood's very similar, but I view Kurtwood as like this sort of vessel for Steve Conrad. You know, like he can like. You know, speak the language of Steve so well. And mm-hmm. I'm sure Steve, you know, writes towards his strengths. But, I mean, oh, man, the way Kurtwood can deliver yeah. just anything. Like, you swear are words. a mysterious asshole, right. man. I <laughs> just, right. god damn, do I like yeah. that. And, <laughs> um, Gil Bellows, too. Well, Gil Bellos is is really good. I only got to see him for one scene, and he had uh-huh. one nice line. But wow, he did like three yeah. takes of it. And he's a producer on the show too, right? Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. yes, he is. He's he's one of our bosses, and and he was just a, a better human being. You will not ever. Yeah, be. he was I'm great a fan in that of his. scene. I really uh, am. And also he knows our a lot producer, about the Mike, Mike Nelson has really yeah. made this whole thing well, run smoothly. Gil knows a lot about the NBA. Let me let me say that. And uh, oh, you guys talked. We, uh, nice, we had a nice B-ball. NBA conversation. I was I was surprised with how, you know, I've never talked to like someone that old that was like very in touch with like He's what was going on in guy. the NBA. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, but Mike Nelson. Is is a very good guy. I asked, I was like, "Hey, what's up, Mike?" Uh, yesterday, and he's like, "Doves, Max, what's up with you?" I was like, uh, "Nothing much," but that's just his like. That's just his style. I really like yeah. his like dry wit and his. Uh, his just he is a very nice yeah, guy he's, too. He's he's not one of these kind of rabbity producers. It's no, all not at all. Goofy. He's yeah. just calm as a cucumber. I mean, this whole set's just. A bunch of rock solid pros. Yeah, I, I know Gil and Steven, They go back. They've done several oh, yeah. projects together. Oh, you is bet. Mike, Mike Gill is he? Does he? Do they have a big history as well too? Mike. Oh, Mike Nelson and oh, Gil. Nelson. I'm no, sorry. Mike, Mike, Nelson. Mike, sorry. Mike oh. and, and uh, Mike and Steve, as far as I know, met for this season. For this, and, okay. For okay. This project, and yeah. it's you know it was seamless and like hand in glove and. You know, I yeah. mean, I've been on a lot of movie sets. Yeah, I don't know how much I can say, but Mike Nelson raises a lot of different concerns that are worth mentioning on set. Yeah, well, and, his uh, job is to kill bugs and make sure everything yeah, yeah. Uh, stays out of the way of the creative process. Yeah, and I think he's really kept them in a in a good uh, in a good view of Amazon. That's that seems to be what's going on. I mean, yeah. it looks like they're getting everything done on time, and it looks like. Their budget is in order. I don't know yeah, anything about yeah, that, but no, I mean, I, I can't imagine that they're going crazy. No. Well, you said they were doing, like, Stephen, you said Stephen had said that usually do three pages a day is a good day yeah, on television. Yeah. And you got, how many pages a day are you guys doing? Um, well, I think. Uh, Yesterday we did a crazy amount of pages. The first day, 
you know, we did, but and it wasn't even with real dialogue. I think yeah. there was only a couple words said yesterday. But the first day I went in, we did twelve pages. Yeah. That's insane. First day they did. Uh, he told me at one point that they had done seventy-two pages in twelve days, which is just yeah. unheard of. Yeah, and. They're doing good work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're not rushing it. Absolutely. It's not like. Where do you see how this season looks? Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. It's not <laughs> like a, a television TV production um, that's just cranking it out just so the director's like, well, I'm, I'm getting paid for this and it needs to be on TV very soon. So it's like, you know, it, he's taking his time with it, which. Yeah. I'll say is Steve Conrad, you know, he gets to develop this world, he gets to take time with it, and he's. Doing what he wants with it, and it, it's, you know, I. You say he's a perfectionist. I don't think he's a perfectionist. I think he just wants his world, his vision. you know. Yeah, and yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think his world's perfect, you know. I think oh, he no. just. I mean, no. believe me, what happens to Patriot? There's a there's right. a whole lot that's not perfect. No, you right, know? yeah, but he he wants, you know, he wants his best take, and he wants to feel it, and. And then he's got know. Jimmy and Jody, the most painterly of DPs right, and cinematographers, right, right. you know. Right. Um, and they work in different ways. Jimmy is, you know, very funny, like very um, just like he'll, you know, point stuff out on the manor. And he's like, what's this? Oh, my God, what's this? And then, like he'll like, you know, he'll just make those side jokes. And he's yeah. he makes them to everyone. Yeah. He doesn't just look oh, at no, me. No. and He goes, hey, Max, look at this. And he goes up to every single person Absolutely. and cracks a joke. And he knows Absolutely. all their names. And then you have and Jody. Jody is like a zen, complete, in, in Very intensely zen. positive, lovely. Loving guy. Yeah. 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 He, he, and he's... He's funny in his own right, yeah, but oh, I is. mean, he's not like you know, he's not like make a joke every second. Like, like I feel like Jimmy's just like cracking them every second. It's Jody's the Irish more, guys, Max. We always know. make jokes. Yeah, <laughs> but Jody has a really big heart, and he's like a very different guy. He's very into like oh, technology, a workout, cars. And he's a workout guy. You know, yeah. the first day I met him, he's like, "Yeah, I just got back from Hawaii, and I was talking to him a little about surfing and stuff." And I mean, he's very knowledgeable on all subjects, yeah. and he's just, yeah. Oh, and he's in great physical shape, too, because Unbelievable. when you have to do... like a beast. Yeah, when you have to do, like, shots where you carry the camera, you know, upstairs, downstairs... And backwards, and downstairs. And from multiple takes at that, I mean, that takes a true amount of strength. Yeah. It's a 75-pound pound rig. Yeah. Yeah, probably a steady cam rig, I yeah. assume. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Stuff, yeah. And That's the, the, special training. I'm not going to tell okay, you about yeah. one shot other than to say that it is a, it, an absolute showstopper. You will know it when you see it. Yeah, um, definitely. But uh, anyway, we've so enjoyed being here. And love doing, love that you're here and we can do the podcast from here. Oh man, I got to tell you, this has obviously been one of the best trips of my life. I can't yeah. thank you enough for inviting me over I think, here. Oh, it's no worries, man. So I think, no worries. I think this has been the best trip of my life, actually. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. This has been the Max and Tony Show. Max, take us out. Hey guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick of the Max and Tony Show. We just want to thank you guys for tuning into our 19th episode. 
the France edition. Sponsored by Forbidden Root Beer. Next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. Big shout out to Parkwalk Productions, home of the Max and Tony Show. Don't forget to check out Adventureland Gallery and the Dime Showroom at 1513 Northwestern. This Friday, we will be showing Tim Vermeulen. If you want to access the podcast online, go to the com. Yes, we have a website now. Tune in next time for episode 20. Wow, we made it to 20. What will our 20th episode be? We'll be in Chicago, so... Which will be sad. No, it'll be good. No, it won't, Chris. It'll be sad. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Julie, the still, Rococo, sont des nègres portant des flambeaux.